hosted by Mike the Big Cheese.
right, and welcome back to the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. Tonight, it's a brand new show. It was just pre-recorded a couple of days ago. Right about now, I'm walking around the merry streets of London, England. So I hope you guys are having a good time back at home where you are. And I had a couple of interviews I did this week with some great guests. And we're going to air those tonight with a whole bunch of really cool music. Uh, who do we have for you tonight? We have Harold H.P. Pillar from Palace and Saints Anger. We have Tom and Jonas from Evergrey. And Brett Blackout from Van Lee. So stick around. We're going to get on as much music as we can. Like always, some great interviews. At least I think they were pretty good. <laughs> and uh, you know what? The other night, Tommy and I, we went to the Accept show here in New York City at the Gramercy. Uh, Raven opened up for Accept. What an amazing show. The place was sold out. It was packed. I mean, you were literally shoulder to shoulder in that place. Uh, we were lucky enough to get a little nook in the corner to stand in. Uh, so a little more comfortable than a lot of other people. But what an amazing show. I mean, I saw them about five years ago when they reunited and got back together with Mark on vocals. And the place was just as crowded back then. The energy was there. It was amazing, man. They really focused a lot of, of uh, songs on the new record and the last three with Mark. Uh, there were a lot of songs from the catalog that I really wish they would have played, but I understand with that many albums, you can't please everybody. Uh, but they did do Starlight and Ahead of the Pack, which is pretty rare. You don't get to hear those live too often, so that was pretty cool. And Raven opened up and did a great set like always. Just that there seemed to be a lot of like guitar soloing and little musical pieces in between the songs. And, you know, doing an opening set for like 35 or 40 minutes, I think they could have better used that time to play at least one or two more of the classic songs. Uh, especially Break the Chains, which we didn't get to hear that day. So let's cut out all the fillers and the drum solos and the guitar solos and get more music on there. But I do know they're coming back around live. I want to say it's October of this year. They're going out on tour again. So hopefully then when they have more time, you know, we'll get more music. All right, talking about music, here's some Hades. Let's do it Jersey style. Hades. 
that was Creed, you know, not that piece of shit American band, but the German band that was formed around 1982. Uh, they went right through the mid-90s. I mean, I, you know, not everything out of Germany was hard and heavy, I guess, but uh, they weren't a bad band. That came off the Sign of Victory record from 1990. They broke up around 95, so they had a pretty good run, quite a long run for a band that only had one record out, but eh, that's life, right? Okay, we're going to get on one or two more tunes. We'll get that interview with HP going, and uh, we'll take it from there. So how about we do some uh, Max Link's Metal never dies.
Yeah. HP, this is Mike. How are you? Oh, hello, Mike. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine and a little bit exciting. Uh, sorry it took so long. I had a hard time getting the connection to go through. Oh, yes? Okay. But I have you now, and I'm glad to talk with you. And, you know, I'm a big fan, and I go back to the Saints' Angers day, so I'm glad that you're still making music, and Palace has a brand-new record coming out. Uh, what, 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 Mike? I was saying I'm a big fan going back to Saints' Anger. Ah, uh, okay. And now Palace has a brand-new record. No, we have no brand-new record. The Seventh Steel? Yes, okay, with, yeah, with, with Palace, yes. Yes. Yes, Palace, yes. Ah, I understand uh, uh, Saint Anger. Yes. With Palace, we have, a new, we have a new record, that's right, yes. And, and I heard the one track that was put up on YouTube, it sounds great. Yeah, I think you mean the, the title Ironheart. Yes. Great song, the new record. You guys are keeping, you know, true metal alive. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> thank you, my guess, yes. We do our best. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. Well, look, I mean, let's start from the beginning. It's the early 80s, and Saints Anger starts. How did that whole band come about? Was that your first band? With the Saints Anger? Yes. Uh, and Saints Anger was founded in 1981. Hmm? Yes. And... Um, uh, the, the first time uh, we were th three members, and um, so uh, um, we uh, recorded some demo tapes. And uh, but we wanted to have uh, one guitar player more, and so we looked for for a guitar player, um, and so we get one. This is Jürgen Keith, and he uh, get the same style, like, a little bit like Michael Schenker. Yeah. So and so we said, okay, uh, this is uh, the the right man for 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 Saints Anger, and so we recorded um, uh, some demo tapes, and um, we had the same management like the band Trance. Uh, okay. Trance um, was also a famous band, uh, not so famous like Scorpions and Exeptus, but in Germany at this time uh, re really famous. So we had this, the same management. And so uh, we get a record deal, uh, 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 Mausoleum Records. And so we uh, uh, we recorded uh, our album, Danger Metal. And uh, this was also a really, really great time. But this was the only record, only one record at this time. Yeah, after, after uh, Danger Metal came out, the band kind of broke up. Yes. Um, the reason, because uh, because uh, the band split was, um, we, we we had some we had some trouble with Mausoleum Records, and uh, because uh, we won't recorded a a new a new album, um, but uh, they didn't give us the money, so yeah. uh, and uh, so we was very very frustrated. And uh, also in, uh, include the band. We get also much, much trouble and shouting each other. And uh, I was so frustrated. And the most time I was drunken and uh, I was aggressive. And uh, this was a very, very bad situation for me. And um, so 
um, then uh, our drummer Harry left the band at this time. Yeah. So, uh, um, yes, and I was more frustrated and uh, he left the band. So we're looking for a new drummer and we had a new drummer, but this was not the same feeling like before. Also, the management uh, uh, never uh, worked with us together at this time. So, yeah, I left also the band. And, uh, yeah, so this band split in 86. And then it was finished, was over. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, 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 very sad, but... It it was, even for us as a fan, to lose the band because the music was so great. But we hear over and over again how bands have broken up if, like, one record or just getting started, mostly because of management or the record labels, not because the band members aren't getting along. It's because of everything else. And I guess that kind of affects the band to where, like you said, you start fighting with each other. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, because, uh, Mike, we had so much trouble include the band. And um, yeah, this is uh, very difficult uh, to 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 explain. Sure. No, I understand. Well, that's like 1986, and we don't hear anything for a very long time. And a few, four or five years later, we hear about Palace, and it's most of the guys from Saint's Anger. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, um, in the in the year um, 86, so um, uh, uh, I changed the band and uh, I get an offer from a band uh, uh, who called Paradise. And uh, Paradise was um, a style, uh, the music style was like Bon Jovi, like Europe, and I yeah. was only a guitar player and not a singer, like at this time from Saints Anger. So, uh, and uh, we had uh, also success because we had uh, many, many good contacts to, uh, to the big producers here in Germany. And, uh, but inside my heart, Mike, uh, this was not my music because I have uh, a metal heart, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, I've I, done this because, because the, band, uh, 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 the band gave me the job because... Uh, he, uh, they said, uh, we need a composer, and um, you are a really good composer at this time, so please, uh, if you like to, to come to us. So, so I do this job, but my heart was more metal. And uh, at the same time, our drummer, Harald, um, uh, played also in another formation, and he was also uh, uh, not uh, uh, satisfied in, in, in this uh, formation. This was more hard rock. And um, so uh, in the beginning of the 90s, 1990, so um, uh, our former management from Saints Anger uh, take uh, a contact to our drummer, Harold Ryder, and said, uh, I want to uh, 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 form a... Uh, a new band, so you are a drummer, and we have to look for uh, another musician. And uh, then he said, "Okay, we do this." And this Paradise band, where I played, 
um, we had also uh, um, also a little bit trouble because uh, this was not really my music from my heart. So then I get the offer from the former management from Saints Anger. Please come back. Um, we will uh, um, form a new band if you want to come to play together with your former drummer Harold Ryder. I said yes, I want to do this, but I think Harold Ryder don't want to do this because uh, he was uh, very very angry with yeah. me. Yes, because at this time I was very very drunk and, and uh, aggressive. I said no, he's a, he's a man. He he drink every time. <laughs> I can yes sure. I cannot I cannot I cannot play with this guy um, uh, again because uh, I think he he's he's a troublemaker. Yeah. So I said no. <laughs> I said no to our to our, to our management. I said no, no, no. I said to our management, you you can believe me. I'm 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 changed my life, and so I'm 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 really a good guy, and will do my best. So yeah. we had uh, a meeting. We meet it uh, together, and um, so Harry and 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 me. So we talk, and so and so. Uh, okay, uh, we uh, we make a new band, and uh, but we're looking also for. Uh, other uh, 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 musicians and um, so uh, we uh, looked for a, a bass man and this was also Joachim Walter from Saint Anger. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this was this was a funny situation. But Joachim Walter uh, don't want to do this um, uh, uh, for uh, uh, to not the same like Saint Anger for to play many many gigs and uh, to record it. Uh, some records. He don't want to do this. He said, I, I only want to have fun. I said, oh no, but fun, this is uh, because um, we waste our time for only for fun. Yeah. We want to we wanna do more. So we looked for other bass men and we found it on Andreas Kamba and also did the player. Also, uh, the, yes, uh, we uh, asked also our former guitar player, Jürgen Kief. And so we spent uh, five years together, uh, Palestine, Nearly the same formation like Saints Anger. This was a little yeah. bit crazy situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible, right? Yeah, this is it's really incredible. Yeah. But uh, in the first time from uh, Palace, um, we looked uh, two years for a singer. Because the band said, um, we don't uh, like you sing again. Uh, because uh, it's uh, too hard your your style, like from Saints Anger. Because we want looking for uh, other singer more American style. Then okay, we looked for this, but we we didn't find a singer. So I said okay, uh, if the band uh, uh, um, have uh, to live on, so we so I try to sing again. I try my best, and because. Um, it was six years ago. My uh, I had my played my last concert, so so I was not in uh, in in training, and uh, so uh, I started really from from the beginning, and uh, it was very very hard for me. But so step by step, so it's uh, working better, 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 and so we recorded our first demo tapes, um, and then our first cut called Toy of Rage, yeah, and so. Yes, uh, so we do this all the time <laughs> till <Yeah>. now. <laughs> that was good. Well, it's funny that they wanted to go with a more American type of singer 
when around 1990, you know, the early 90s, here in America, heavy metal was dead. Yes, heavy metal was really dead, and so um, and and grunge was. Uh, uh, the grunge music uh, growed up and uh, was very, very famous because this also uh, I didn't understand. And this was also for Palace a very, very hard time, but not only for Palace. I think for for all the, the metal bands and, and, and heavy metal bands, that, that, that was a bad time. And I think um, Hammerfall, Hammerfall uh, was one, one, one of the bands uh, who brought back here in Europe, the heavy metal, I think yeah. so, yes. I agree. But yeah. you guys managed to put out a lot of records, you know, six or seven records, while metal was still, like, you know, coming back again. Now, you know, it's it's much better today than it was when the band first started. Yes, yes, that's that's much better. And we, we yes, right, we, we had uh, 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 six, six records, but um, we sold at, at this time not so much um and uh, this was a very, very hard times at this time. And uh, now it's uh, uh, much, much better this time because uh, metal, uh, many, many people like metal. Because also the young, the young kids, and uh, at this time maybe the parents were at the concerts from, from, from the heavy metal bands. And now, yeah. and now the parents and the kids from the parents go also to the concerts. I think this is re really, really great and really, really good. And it uh, is. So, it's great. I I take my son with me to all the concerts because I need him to drive me home when I'm drunk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's really great. Yeah, that's, that's that's really great. That's really great. Yeah, that's really good. And it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. So, um, also when we uh, play together with uh, young bands, maybe young, maybe twenty, twenty one, twenty two years, and uh, they play maybe a style like Saxon or Judas Priest. And um, they say, hey, re really good, uh, you guys are really, really good. You could be uh, my father, but my father is laying, is lying on the couch and drinking some beer. <laughs> 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 I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, we we like the music, and um, yes, and uh, we play the music. We like it, and um, we do this uh, so long. How we can do this? And uh, Mike, you must understand, um, my, my, my friend Harry, our drummer, um, now I know him more than 30 years, and uh, yeah. also 30 years we, uh, we, we play together uh, uh, in a band, um, except uh, the, the, the break from, from two years at this time, uh, 86 and 87. And, but this, this is a feeling um, uh, like uh, an old couple who is married, <laughs> yeah. who is married 30 years, yes. Many, many times he told me that he said, uh, it's, it's the same like we are married. I said, yes, yes. Uh, this is, I know everything. I know everything from him. You can't believe me. I know everything. One look and I know what he's thinking. <laughs> That's what happens after 30 years of playing music together. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's right, Mike. It's a natural. Well, you know, if you go back to the early days of heavy metal in the 80s, no matter what country the band came from, they always wanted to do everything in English. They wanted to break big in America or even, you know, London and U the UK. Uh, was it difficult, you know, having to, like, kind of abandon your own language and learn how to write and, and sing in English just to appease, like, a big audience? Mm, 
Um, uh, Mike, please repeat. Sure. Uh, back in the 80s, yeah. you know, bands from Germany or any other country, they always wanted to sing their songs in English yeah. because they wanted to, you know, make it big in America or in Britain. Was it hard having to learn a different language and then have to write songs in that language instead of your own native tongue? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, because um, I think uh, the Scorpions, the Scorpions was the first band. And so um, uh, we looked to Scorpions because they uh, were, were very successful in, uh, in, in Japan and also in America. So I think... Uh, the most bands here in 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 in, in Germany, they they uh, they thought at this time when we sing in English and when we uh, uh, write some lyrics in English, maybe we can get also famous like the band Scorpions or except. So yeah. we do this the same, and uh, it's uh, 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 normally uh, 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 a difficult language. Yes, this is very difficult. But um, we tried our best, yes, in hope uh, maybe uh, we get uh, a record deal. We also wanted to go to America and uh, to uh, play some shows uh, because this was the reason why uh, we also wrote our lyrics in English. Uh, but in yes, here in, the, in Germany, the most people uh, didn't understand the lyrics, but this uh, sound, if you sing in English, that uh, sounds like uh, international. This, yeah. this has uh, had an international style, and uh, so we do this the same way. And also, I think all other bands also. No? But today, many, many also many, many bands in in, in Germany are uh, successful um, in uh, in English lyrics, you know, creator or accept and uh, many 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 bands man so yeah this was the reason like yeah uh, well except they kind of uh they kind of abandoned germany they all they all moved to america <laughs> most of them live here now yes yeah <laughs> yeah that's right yes that's right yes that's right yeah well you know the new record sounds great and i know it's and you also have a, a party coming for the new record and you were talking about trance earlier, and you're playing with trance at your at the next show. Yes, um, that's right. Um, our next show is a, a CD release concert, and um, we play uh, some some songs from our new album. And uh, we have uh, 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 also uh, support the band Trance. Um, but. Um, the band Trans is not the original formation. There are only two two members, and um, so uh, become because they uh, come uh, from the same area uh, like Palace. And this is the reason why we play together with this band. Yeah. Well, speaking of Germany today, how is the metal scene? Is it good today? Is it good enough to keep playing and, and be active? Uh, yeah, it's um, the middle. The metal scene, I think, uh, is uh, here in Germany is uh, really, really great, and in, in all different styles, uh, symphonic metal or death metal or uh, many, many kinds of metal. The metal scene here in Germany is really, really good, um, but uh, um, 
it's uh, also uh, very very hard to get um, some um, some shows and some gigs um, because uh, uh, we have so 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 many 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 bands and um, this is uh, uh, not so easy to get uh, uh, some gigs and uh, uh, you must do everything that you get some gigs this is but the metal scene is really really great in germany and much i think much much better than than in the 80s because we had many many different styles and many good musicians they are very very young and um, i remember at my time when maybe we want to cover a song so we listened to the uh, uh, vinyl record and yeah. and and, uh, and 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 listen to note by note and then, oh 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 yeah, no no this is no no not exact no 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 exact please please oh no this was very very hard to uh, to hear a song to to play a cover like this or to learn from other musicians today you have YouTube and you have many many uh, other kinds uh, and uh, of communication where you can learn really 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 very very fast for for a tech for a technical on the guitar or for 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 vocals like this and so this is uh, today i think a little bit easier than at this time in the 80s yeah i think so too uh hp i'm not going to keep you much longer i can't thank you enough for talking with me today and you know what your english is better than mine and i come from the <laughs> No. Uh, thank you very much, Mike. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. And good luck with the new record, The Seventh Steel. It's out on Massacre Records this September. I wish I could come over to Germany to see you guys live. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you. Take care. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
and that new Palace record is really good. And I'm such a Saints Anger fan from back in the day. You know, that's such a classic 80s underground album. And it was really cool that, you know, he's had Palace going all these years. Good stuff over there. All right, we're going to keep the music flowing here. We still have interviews with Van Laid and Evergrey coming up. Right now, how about we head out to California? Tyron has been working on a new studio record for forever. I saw the guys in uh, in New York a couple of years ago when they came over here on a stopover on the way to a festival, and they were pretty cool to see live. So uh, let's go back uh, to the Leaders of the Dead record, and we'll give you a little... Uh, let me see what we can dig up over here. I got the whole album actually up on tape. I'm not sure what I want to play. How about we do uh, Bells of Hades? <laughs> Yeah. 
Oh man, War Cry, I tell you, that comes off the, the demo, the Trilogy of Terror demo from, from 1983, Forbidden Evil, uh, but it was also a compilation that Rich put out uh, a couple of years back called Forbidden Evil, and the songs were remastered, and it sounds really good. Uh, I know there's a website, you go there and order it. Uh, Rich actually hosted a show here on Block Talk Radio, him and his wife, uh, he's been battling Parkinson's disease for years. And he had a great show which raised awareness about it. It's not on here anymore. And I kind of lost touch with him after a while because we were talking back and forth uh, when we were both hosting here. And uh, But uh, I'm sure they're still out there. Walk Fight, it says it's still active. I really don't know if they're playing or doing anything. You know, Paul Speckman from Master was also in the band and on that demo tape back in the early days. Killer scene in Chicago, man. What a bunch of great bands came out of there in the 80s. It was so killer, you know? Uh, but I'm going to find out what's going on with Rich, and maybe we get him back on here to show. We'll, we'll talk to him and find out what's happening, uh, if the band is still active and you know anything he's doing in music today. We'll see what's going on with that. Okay, let's uh, get to this interview I did with Brett Blackout from the band Van Laid, new killer band out of uh, Kansas City, keeping classic, traditional heavy metal alive. So we'll talk to them. Well, actually, we talked to them already. <laughs> we'll play that interview. We'll get on it, too. We'll keep the songs going. And then we have an interview with Evergrey. And then we'll wrap up the show here. I have to tell you, 99% of the time our show is live every Sunday night and Thursday afternoons. Uh, it's only one or two times a year that I'm on vacation that we pre-record something. Uh, it's usually only if I have a couple of interviews that were going on at the time during the week uh, that had to be pre-recorded. So I figured I'd combine it all together and make a show. But I have to tell you, it's as boring as hell sitting here by yourself for two hours, knowing that nobody is listening to you right now. Yes, you'll be listening when you hear this on Sunday, but right now I know no one's listening. And it's not like I'm waiting for guests to call in because they've already been interviewed. It's not like we have them on live on Sunday night. So I got to tell you, this is really boring. I think maybe the next time I'm on vacation, we're just going like, to like call it quits for that week and you know, let the week fly. You know, Whatever pre-recorded interviews we have, we'll just pop in the YouTube channel like we usually do. All right, here you go. Van Laid. Hey, Brett, this is Mike. How are you? Good, good. Good morning. How are you? I, I'm doing great. I know it's a little earlier for you out there and over here, but I hope everything's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. What time is it over there? Ah, it's only an hour later, 12 o'clock. Oh, cool. So it's afternoon. <laughs> yeah, not too bad for us over here. So how's everything going? Going great. Great. I appreciate you having me. Uh, anytime. I really dig the music and everything. And I have to tell you, if somebody came across the band for the first time on the internet, I think they would be confused as hell because you guys seem to change your names with every album or every year or every change in the season. Oh, no, man. We only had the one album. Um, you know, I, I yeah, I don't know. We're We're keeping it consistent or we're trying to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I met with the band. I met with the band members' names. Everybody seems to have a different name all the time. It's Scott, Van Laid, Coffee. Everybody's names keeps changing. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we we did that on the first album, and we were going to okay. do it on the second album, but I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, the second album, how's that coming along? Uh, I heard it was going to be on Stone Star Records. Is that true? Well, we're not sure about that yet. We haven't we haven't made any decision on on that. Um. But it is coming along nicely. We're still in the studio be, right now. Okay, that's going to be called Rage of the Gods, the new one, right? Yep, Rage of the Gods. Uh, I love the artwork on that that album cover. Hey, thank you. <laughs> We're, we like it, too. We think it came out pretty well. Yeah, it, it seems to a lot of bands, you know, they don't really put as much effort into one part of the album as another because, you know, money is really tight. Everybody knows that. But, you know, whoever you hired did a bang-up job on that. You guys came up with a great concept and idea. It was actually, it was an artist in... Uh, Chicago. I think she's in St. Louis now, named Lauren Gornick, and she did she did a fantastic job. That's cool. Well, the new record is it kind of in the same vein as the last one. Iron Age. Yeah, it? yeah. It's 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 in the same vein. It's a little bit more. 
Uh, I'd say it's a little bit more dynamic than the first one. I think there's a little bit of, of growth since then. That should be good. You know, I, I think of Kansas City, and I, it doesn't strike me as a hotbed of heavy metal. I mean, even back in the 80s when it was you know, like prime time for metal, it didn't really have it. Is, is it difficult? Or maybe it's better today. Is, is it a good place for metal today? Well, there's not a whole lot going on, uh, yeah. especially in, in the kind of realm of metal that we play. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of like metal core bands, and there's, there's a handful of death metal bands going on. But stuff like us, there's only really there's maybe three or four bands doing it. Wow. Um, yeah, but um, but I mean it's it's still here. It still exists, and there's still there's a strong or a, a small but a strong fan base. Yeah, they're loyal. Well, you know the internet makes it possible today for a band not to have to worry so much about where they come from. I mean, you know, it was a point before that when you wanted to get your music heard, you kind of had to be where where the scene was, or at least keep traveling to it. Today with the internet, you put your music up, you click a couple of buttons, and Everybody hears your music, but as far as live performances go, it's definitely not easy for a, not even that you're a new band. You've been around quite a long time now, but when you're getting started, it's got to be difficult trying to like you know move out of that area to where you can get people to hear your music. Oh yeah, the thing you you need to get out of town, especially in a town like this where you know there's maybe twenty or thirty people that will come out to see you each time, and it's the same group. Yeah. So I mean, we found we found better results in other towns, you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of the oversaturation thing if you play your own town too much and then go out of town where people haven't seen you, it's, you know, you'll get a much better response. Sure. It's like a catch-22. As a band, you want to go out and play live. But like you said, you don't want to oversaturate your own market, but sometimes you're left with no choice because you really yeah. don't have many other options very early on. Exactly, exactly. That's why it's just best to... It's expensive, but it's best to pack up and get out as much as you can. Are the opportunities there today for a band to, to go out and play around, you know, move within the area or even outside to a different state? Oh, yeah. there's. We've met plenty of, of like-minded bands that are willing to, you know, either show trade or just put us up for a night or, or set up a show for us or with us. or So there's there are plenty of options, um, and there are plenty of, of great musicians out there that are that are willing to help out. So it is a pretty self-supportive scene then, I guess, uh, today, because, you know, years ago you would go to a show when you would see a band or people mention a band and you would go see them the next time they played out. And, you know, it kind of got through by word of mouth. Is, is it still like that today with the fans, or do you find, like it says, more amongst the bands themselves where each band kind of looks out for the other to kind of get them on bills and, and, you know, it helps spread the name of that band around? I, I feel like it's it's very supportive. There's, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of supportive bands out there, and, and I mean, there um, there's going to be your your one or two that are going to be competitive and probably not going to want to help you. But uh, most of the people that we've come in contact with have been incredibly supportive and just excited to have a a sort of a like-minded band to come out and and hang out and you know play a show with. Because with us in town with us at least most of the time it's us and, and three other death metal bands or something like that you know what I mean so it's nice to go out and find like a, a good thrash metal band or, or you know something a little bit more in the same vein where the where the people coming out will know what to expect 
You know, I, I agree with you. I know when I go to a show, I don't want to see seven different genres of metal mixed together on one bill when I'm a fan of one. I want to see bands that are like-minded because that's what I'm going for, you know, those bands. And I know it works with some of the bigger festivals, but I'm not sure if it works so well in a club. And it, it has to be, it has to hurt you when you go to a show, like you say, with three death metal bands because you know that's not really your audience. Uh, we've been, we played a show in Topeka once and it was like a grindcore show. And the, the audience there, they were up front, like excited for every band. And then we played and they were, you know, 10 feet back, like what is going on? (laughs) So, yeah, so that it it can happen. And it's, it's kind of weird, but I mean, we're, you know, we're down to play any, any show with any band. It's always best when the crowd knows what they're getting and, and, you know, the crowd's really into it. Yeah. Well, how did the band come together? Were you guys, were most of you guys friends before the band, or did you kind of find each other through the music itself, you know, back where you come from? Yeah, we were we were all buddies in high school. Well, not all of us. Me, me Nick, and Zach, uh, the bass player and guitar player, well, we were all high school friends. The band was actually together for a few years before me. Um, I joined in, like, I, I want to say like 2009 or 2010, we found uh, CC on the drums, and we've kind of just, um, yeah, kind of just gotten serious since then, and we've had a couple extra uh, second guitar players come and go. Right now we've got Vinny Camarillo, who's been in the band for a little bit over a year, and he's been doing a fantastic job. Um, but yeah, we've we've known each other for a long time. We were kind of just... Um, buddies that like to talk metal and then and then the band started yeah yeah is it hard finding people to play with that want to play the same type of music because like you're saying you're playing music from a you know from a generation ago that you know really had a major comeback over the last few years but you guys are doing it quite a bit of time before that also it wasn't like you jumped on a bandwagon you guys were keeping this alive when it really wasn't happening for a while yeah i mean we we didn't really think of it like that we just we just wanted to play you know we we just wanted to play that kind of music because that's the only kind of music we liked. So, but I mean, it's, it's hard to find drummers. I could say that <laughs> yeah. there are no drummers in town that are, that are, that play that kind of style. Um, I mean, we've, yeah, it it is pretty difficult to find members. Um, we, we went for a while as a four piece because we couldn't find the right guitar player. Uh, that's when we released Iron Age. That that was just the four of us. Zach handled all the guitars. But um, and right now we're actually in on the hunt for a drummer. Our drummer just uh, just recently retired. Okay. And that's been that's been a little bit difficult. We haven't been able to find a guy that can either a guy that can keep up or a guy that can. I don't know. A lot of drummers seem to be insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know that. <laughs> is yeah. dedication a hard part? I mean, because you, know, you really have to be dedicated to this one way or the other. Uh, you know, there's a lot of time and effort and a lot of money can be spent. Do you find that there's a lack of dedication where people kind of join the band or any band and then they think, you know, well, this really is what I thought it was going to be? You know, there's a lot of hard times before you can get to the, to the good part. Oh, I don't think that's really been an issue for us. We've, I mean, we're we're 100% dedicated and, and, and CC who who had to leave, he's he's just getting to that part of his life where he wants to focus on family stuff. Um yeah. so that's that's totally agreeable. And I think the thing was he didn't want to lose dedication, you know, he didn't want to put us on the sideline. But um I mean the rest of us and really every member we've had is is 
completely dedicated to the music and and the style and you know so that that hasn't necessarily been an issue for us okay. at least well you know, I had to ask you where did you come up with the name of this band from that Van Laid was the name of a Swedish king in um like Norse folklore I don't remember his exact story I think he he, he was definitely some kind of Swedish king <laughs> yeah mostly the the original name of the band was Vampire with the Y. Okay. And this was before I was in the band too, but I was still friends with the guys. It was Vampire with a Y. And they decided that was way too cheesy and it was. That's a terrible name. <laughs> so they had this V logo drawn out and they went on the internet and I was actually there and, and we were just looking for cool words that started with a V. Yeah. <laughs> and it was between and that and yeah, it was it was between that and Viking, which is uh, some some word for Viking. Ah, uh, no, I think and you made the right choice. Yeah, and Van Laid, I mean, it hasn't been used. It for we've had some pronunciation problems. A, a lot of people don't know how to say it. That's probably because we threw the umlaut in there. <laughs> it is an original name and that's really important because a lot of bands like I said they can't come up with anything original anymore and it just gets kind of redundant This, I think you hit it on the head with this one yeah and I mean it's it's one word we see a lot you see a lot of bands these days that are four or five song band names you know or six word band names and, and <laughs> we wanted to keep it one one or two words yeah Short and simple. Well, I, now now Zach is uh, using the name of the band as his last name. Yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of our primary songwriter. Um, he's sort of the the muscle of the band. Um, he's the guy that comes up with the riffs. We kind of help with the arrangement. I do the vocals and everything. But yeah, he's he's just sort of the he's sort of the brains. You could have called the band Camarillo. <laughs> well, he wasn't around at the time. Camarillo is actually, that's not a bad band name. Yeah, he could have called it that. Just remember what happened with Alice Cooper. He took the name of the band, and look what happened 30 years later. Right, kicked everyone out, and then... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was just kidding around. That won't happen. That won't happen. Uh, but I am oh, looking forward to hearing this new album. I have to tell you that. I mean, any, you think this year, or maybe next year, what are we looking at? Well, we're looking at... A lot of a lot of time in the studio that we've already put in. We're we're wrapping it up, and I don't I can't promise that'll be out by the end of the year. Um, safely the, safely early next year, I can promise that. Um, but we're the only downside to we're going to um, a really nice studio in town called Chapman. Kind of takes everything out of us, and we're getting in as as often and and efficiently as we can. But um, it just takes time, and we're doing it 100% professionally. You know everything. Yeah. So it it just takes time, and we're we're doing the very best we can at getting it out uh, in a timely manner. I'm looking forward to hearing that. And how's everything work with the shows now? Uh, is it possible, like, to kind of hook up on like a, a small tour, like a midwestern tour, or somewhere on the coast? Is it really is it a difficult proposition, or something that's almost kind of impossible to do today? Or do you think that's something you might be able to make happen? Oh no, it's 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 very possible. Um we're we're probably looking into either a west or an east coast tour once this album is released just kind of support it. Um I mean really how you go about it is just plan months in advance. Um or at least how we would do it is is just contact 
you know, each of the bands we know in each town because we we've gathered over the years a a good handful of contacts that'll that'll set us up with this show and and probably a, a house to sleep in as well. So it's hey, just well, about you, gathering contacts and organization. Well, if you make it here to New York, we'll, you know, we'll take care of you over here. Absolutely, Mike. I appreciate it. Uh, anytime. Hey, Brett, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you talking with me today. And, you know, I hope you can make it here to these calls because you guys are really good. And I want to see you guys make it really big and get over here and, and do a couple of shows. Excellent, man. I really, really appreciate it. And we will do our best to make it out there. Hey, the best of luck, man. I'm looking forward to that new record. Come back on when it's out, and we'll promote it for you. Will do. I appreciate it. Take you it got easy. it. Take care.
Man, how good are those guys, huh? That's why you have to support, you know, up-and-coming metal acts, because they are the future for us, you know, really good band. All right, we have an interview with Evergrey coming up in a little bit. We'll have a few more tunes to play between now and then, and when I get back from vacation next Sunday night live, we have Wolf Hoffman from Accept on the show. That's kind of wrap up September for 2014. We're moving into October, and we have another killer lineup of guests coming up that month. Uh, I believe Doro is going to be our first guest in October, following that up with... Dan Beeler from Excited, a band's first interview since getting back together with the original lineup, at least radio interview anyway. Uh, we have Joe Cangelosi on that day from uh, Whiplash and Creator and his new band Brooklyn Militia. Uh, what a great bunch of guys. Carl County of the Rod is on next month. Uh, King Fowley from Deceased on October 31st. All of these bands are going to be playing this March in Brooklyn at the Bell House at the Defenders of Old Festival. It's going to be a killer night, and there's more bands coming. High Spirits is also on the bill right now, and uh, Heavang is going to announce a few more bands and another headliner uh, in the upcoming days. So keep your eye out on that page on Facebook. And if you're anywhere in the tri-state area, try to get over to this festival because it is going to be killer. He put on two of these a few years back in, uh, in uh, Baltimore. And they were great. He really gets together some, you know, killer bands. So I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be phenomenal. And we've had Dan on the show before, and it'd be good to have him back on here as the drummer of Exciter again, the band he formed way back in the early 80s. So, you know what? Let's do a little Exciter right now. I'll play one more tune after that, and we'll go right into the Evergrey interview, and we'll probably wrap it up right after then. So if I don't come back on live after the interview, you guys have a great week. I'll be back live this Thursday on the Metal Matinee, and next Sunday night we'll be back with the live show with Wolf Hoffman. Of our, is, blah, 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 blah. Wolf Hoffman is our guest. <laughs> I'm trying to rush through because I'm really bored. I'm more by myself today. All right, here we go. Excited. Under attack.
How are you guys? We're barely alive. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hey, look, it's great to talk with the both of you today. And uh, I know you're here in the U.S. for a little visit. There's nothing going on with the band right now here. But uh, how's your trip so far? Busy. <laughs> Busy, but great. Yeah. Good. We're uh, doing a lot of interviews and having a... Having listening parties and signing sessions and don't have to play, so life is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the listening parties, you know, you spend so much time writing the music, working on it in the studio. You hear it over and over again for such a long time. Maybe it kind of loses its appeal to you guys until you hear it in front of other people. So how is it when you're in a room with your fans and they hear the music for the first time and you're watching them and, you know, hearing it for the first time? It's fantastic, yeah. Um a very proud moment, I'd say. Yeah, uh, and this is probably the, the first album I've probably released uh, that you know I I don't be sick of hearing, even <laughs> after the you know well, when it's done. You, know, you, you normally get sick uh, the stuff you you recorded and mixed and everything, but uh, that's not the case with this one. I really, really <laughs> love this album. Yeah. So that's good. That's good to know. And, you know, it's been a couple of years since you put out a record. And a little while back, the band went through a little bit of turmoil. There was a lot of changes and, and things happened. Do you think that was like a necessary evil that the band had to go through something like that to kind of start over again and revitalize itself? I mean, it's easy to say yes on that question right now. Uh, however, we weren't even in the... I mean, we didn't have any plans to to reunite in, in the band or, or, or even... I was even... I was not even sure if I wanted to do another album at all. So the coincidences with this album is quite remarkable. I'm actually amazed to be sitting here with Jonas, having done another album with him. So it's uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's just weird. Yeah. Well, what brought the change Great about? Where did you say, you know, let's do, let's do it again? Yeah, I mean, we had Jonas and Hendrik had to sit in for two gigs with us, or not had to. We asked them if they wanted to, and then sort of, we also had a bachelor party with our old bass player, and, uh, you know, so these things combined made us sort of realize that we enjoyed the company of each other again, and and uh, felt, you know, it started to grow that we wanted to do this again, but we also had to go through all this, all these things that we've been through throughout, you know, the, the eight years that we did play together, you know, and where, where we had things that we all were bothered with or whatever. So we had long meetings and uh, careful thinking and, uh, and uh, yeah, so it was not an easy decision. But then, then when Jonas came to me and had a couple of songs, like 20 of them, uh, then, then it, felt, it felt it was important for both of us to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Is it easy to kind of forget about everything in the past and move forward and start fresh or do those old things kind of come up again every now and then? Please repeat that. Is it easy to forget all the stuff that went bad or what was wrong in the past and move forward and start fresh? Is it easy? Easy? No. No, I, I, I think really that, uh, you know, everybody has matured a lot since, uh, um, since those days. Um, and I think it's kind of important not to forget uh, how it was back then. Um, because... That make me think of how fucking great everything is now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, as you said, I don't think it's about forgetting. It's about 
dealing with it in the proper way and you know by having debating it between us all it's uh it's cleared but we yeah. still of course have a big re- i mean we have bigger respect for each other now maybe because yeah. we're older and uh, but we have you know a, a, a great amount of respect for each other as individuals but also as musicians you know so it's uh it's a it's a it's it's a brand new world yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. So now, where does the band go from here? The album's coming out. Are you going to head out on tour? I mean, you're here in the U.S. right now, but I know you're not playing here. You've been here before. How do you see different parts of the country, you know, like the reception to heavy metal? I mean, Sweden compared to the U.S., compared to any other place in Europe. Is it better in one place than another? Uh, metal fans mm-hmm. are metal fans. Exactly. And, uh, you know, that's the, the best thing. Those are the best fans in the world, yeah. I would say, because it doesn't differ that much. I mean, some are more crazy and some are a bit more laid back, and some German cities are more, you know, spoiled with having shows every every day and whatnot. But, I mean, coming to playing New York or playing L.A. or playing wherever in the U.S., it's a, it's a different crowd every day, but every everybody's into it. And it's a, I think it's a great, great scene here. Yeah. You know, it's a, and also, also, I think it's a better scene here. <laughs> so I changed my mind. U.S. rule. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, a long time ago, before the internet, you know, bands had to kind of like play where they came from and kind of work their way around that area. Uh, is it important today for a band to be located in a certain place and really have success or succeed? Or with the internet, you know, you could reach a crowd anywhere in the world with the click of a button. Does that make it easier today for any band to, to establish themselves, or do you still kind of have to work on like you know the live front and where you come from? I mean, it, it's a good start. It, it's a good start to just uh, with the internet thing. I I, I think uh, so. Just by starting off, it doesn't matter where, where where you come from or where you're where you live. But I think that when you're gonna take the next step, you you kind of need uh, uh, some kind of so um, the the right kind of circumstances or so the the some. Um, uh, we're trying to find the word yeah. in English. Hold on. <laughs> the right, right possibility. <laughs> yeah, the po- uh, right possibility. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, to to you know uh, get out there, really. Uh, I mean, I a band from yeah, let's say in a, a LA uh, probably would have I uh, got um, a bit more um, a bit better possibilities to get out and do and enter some shows than a band from, I don't know, just Boise or anything. You know Grand, I mean? Grand Island. Yeah. I mean, not, sure. not too bad shows. You know, <laughs> but I'm just saying that that's what, what I'm, uh, that's just what I believe. Sure. Logistically, it's, you know, it's very expensive to go out on tour and play all over the place. And you guys have managed to get out to quite a few places. Where's one of your most favorite places to go? Where are the crowds just like crazy for Evergrey? Brazil. Yeah, Brazil is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Brazil is crazy, but also uh, places like uh, Eastern Europe, like uh, Serbia, Croatia, uh, Russia. Russia. Yeah. We won't go there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but also Canada is fucking some. Yeah, Canada. Yeah. And US, of course. And the US. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You, you know, a lot of people lump you guys into the progressive metal scene. Do you think it's uh, do you think it's harder for a band to kind of do what they want to do when they're so associated with one kind of a genre of music? Do you think labeling bands is like the worst thing that anybody could do for a band? For us, it is. No, but I mean, you know, for I understand the labeling thing, and I've come to accept and understand it even more now lately because I understand that labeling is about, you know, that's how you get to understand something. You know, I have to put a label on it in order to know where to place it within my head, you know. But uh, saying that, I mean, I, I don't think everybody are more progressive than Queensryche, you know. Uh, we have progressive elements in Evergreen. That we do. But, I mean, I look at bands like Genesis and Jess and, and uh, you know, Dream Theater and Opus, for that matter, uh, as progressive yeah. bands. Uh, it's like it's so hard for, for me to label it since since I have a heart in the progressive scene and I don't see us there at all, you know? So, so it's, uh, it's weird in a way to be... Uh, we're, we're, we have progressive elements, yeah. but we're a metal band. Yeah. We're a music band. We're well, a music band. <laughs> we play music. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because when you well, sit down and write for your next album, do you feel like you kind of have to, you know, write in a certain vein to appease the fans? Because when I look back on your catalog, you know, In Search of Truth doesn't sound anything like Torn, and that doesn't sound anything like Glorious Collision, and so on and so forth. Every album has always been a little bit different, even though it has that underlying, you know, sound. Yeah, I mean, it's a new album. Yeah. Every album is like a kid. Yeah. You can't give birth to the same kid ten times. It's uh, it's gonna have its own flaws and <laughs> yeah, and, and its own life. Yeah, yeah. And we don't at all. We never at all sit down and decide beforehand that now we're gonna write a song that would please any fan. We're gonna write. The only thing we do is that we write stuff that we're gonna please ourselves. And then we have just been very lucky that that many people outside of us. Like it too. True, uh, you know it's a whole new uh, business environment today for the for the for the bands and the music industry. Uh, what do you think is better today about the business end of it than when you guys first got started? Not much. Nice question. Next, I mean, the internet thing is, 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 I mean, both good and bad. But but it, what's good about it is. Is that you reach out to people real quick, and uh, you reach out to a lot of different people that you probably never would have reached out to uh, yeah. if, if you w- wouldn't have it. Uh, and that was every band's wish back in the day. You know how how do we reach out now? Everybody has the same possibility. Yeah, you know to do. And all of a sudden that sucks. <laughs> and all, yeah. Fuck! It was better back in the day <laughs> when yeah. I had to post my cassettes. And it would take two weeks for it to reach one guy, and then it would take two weeks for him to reply for him to reply that it sucked, you know. So it's, yeah, uh, yeah. Like we most miss those days. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you click a button today, and people all over the world can hear a song. But there's so many bands on the internet to kind of shuffle your way through to find that one band you like. I just think it's a gluttony of music, and it's kind of hard to really find what's good out there because every kid with a guitar yeah, is in a band today. Yeah, but I mean, that's how you separate the men from the boys, you know. That's true. You, you, the quality will always win. And for me, I cannot be worried about how the industry works because life, life for me is music. Music is my passion. And if I have to, you know, love something, 
and have boundaries to that love, then 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 I better not do it because I don't give a fuck about the Spotify or the you know digitalized sales or iTunes or whatever because that's not that's not got to that it ain't got nothing to do with me you know because I, I make music and then everybody else has to sell it I don't care no it's like yeah doesn't yeah absolutely does it make it that much harder when you have to concentrate on the business part of it where it kind of takes away from the artistic point where which is creating music yes it's a eighty five percent business and fifteen percent music I would say. Wow. That makes it a lot harder because you can't focus on your main priority, which is it's creating music. And, you know, that's the shame of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, the new record, Hymns for the Broken, tell me a little bit about the album. I mean, you guys have always had, you know, this underlying dark quality about your music, this mysticism, this religious thing going on with it. What about the new record? Um, we, um, we're the focus to, to, uh, do whatever we do best. Uh, I mean, as always, but really, uh, really put extra weight in you know stuff like dynamics and uh, you know uh, really. I, I love the word, uh, but yeah, we're really uh, focused on dynamics and stuff. You know, uh, letting let, letting the songs breathe and uh, you know just have their own life. We, that's right. We we concentrated on on uh, and on everybody's strength. Yeah, exactly. Focused on the strengths of everybody, and we tried to bring out the best of each and every person, but not making. You know, we I think we have managed to make it sound to make everything sound more. You know, by really oh, yeah. taking away stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and and not, <clears throat> not necessarily playing more <clears throat> or sing more. Yeah. And also, I mean, of course, coming back together, it's, uh, it's. Uh, I think there, there was an underlying pressure and push uh, where we wanted to show each other that we, you know, really wanted to do this and could do this. And and uh, in, in in order to to write an album that's gonna be the, be with us for 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 the rest of you know our lives, it's uh, it's important for us to to write something that is, you know, stands the test of time in a way. And uh, that is the only thing that we have, you know, with us at all times when we write that that it needs to be quality. We have never, I I, would, I can honestly say that I don't think that we have ever released a song that is uh, below the standard. So uh, it's a uh, it's a nice feeling to know that anyway, no matter what anybody else thinks. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, you know, you hear so many bands when they put out records saying that you know they had a couple of songs they needed as fillers. The filling, and I, that always boggled my mind. Of like, you're putting out an album which represents you, your music, your creativity. Why would you put out a couple of songs that really you felt weren't that important to begin with, just to fill up an album? You guys never done that. We, we have never done no ever. That's where exactly my point. Uh, and I don't understand it either. It's like if you were doing that in another art, you know, putting out a few, you know, subpar songs is like. Painting a half of a picture. Yeah. It's uh, like, uh, you know, writing half of a classical piece. You know, it's, it, what the fuck is that, really? I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. But, but then you better re- release the fucking album that says that. Five songs, or whatever. Yeah. If you can't write 10 good songs or 11 or 12, then don't, don't do it. 
Absolutely. Well, you know what, guys? I'm not going to keep you much longer. I know you have a whole bunch of these to do today. Hymns for the Broken comes out in a few weeks. What are the next plans for the band? Are you going out on the road this year? We're doing selected dates this year, uh, Europe side. And then we're going to tour our asses off next year. Hopefully we uh, have the right business partners by then. And we have decided to take it quite slowly uh, because we don't want to end up in, in things where we were before. And also that we wanted to see what the reception was to the to the first single. And it's been fantastic. So now we can, you know, decide on the right guys and the right partners and the right agents and whatnot. So. Excellent. You guys have a win with this record. The best of luck. And I can't wait to see you guys when you're in the New York area on your tour next year. That'll be fantastic. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for having Take us. Take care, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Heavy metal anywhere. BlogTalkRadio.com and heavy metal mayhem. Yeah. 